Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. No, it would. No, no, it did. I can't stand him. I can't stand Josh Harris. And I, I get frustrated when the Sixers get frustrated with the criticism of their of their team yeah. and, and their organization because it's like, Guys, what do you expect? I mean, pick get, a you, side. Yeah, you are you are you with the are you with Philadelphia yeah. or are you not with Philadelphia? Yep. It's it's really grating to be honest with you. Let's go to the. Oh, speaking of Philadelphia, let me just say this on on uh, basketball front. Congratulations from last night to three of the locals advancing in their conference tournament, and they needed to win to stay alive for the NCAA tournament. And St. Joe's and LaSalle both won. In the A-10 tournament, Villanova won in the Big East tournament. Oh, they crushed oh, George. My God, yeah, so terrible. So that'll probably be Patrick Ewing's last uh, game. Yes, yes, yeah, it's, it's got to happen. So Nova, St. Joe's, and LaSalle today are all in the quarterfinals of their respective tournaments. Temple gets going tomorrow, and Penn gets going uh, in two days from now. So they all have a shot, and they're all still alive. And- Now sponsored by Regency Furniture. Furniture affordable, never looked so good. To the phones we go. Let's talk to Kenny right now. Hi, Kenny. So I was prepared to call up and make some intelligent comments about the Eagles and give you a song, and that, but then you went and told that story of you at the prep. <laughs> now listen, I never told you this. I went to your rival high school, LaSalle College High School. That explains a lot. Where our motto is: boys will be boys, but LaSalle boys will be gentlemen which obviously the model at St. Joe's Prep is I'm going to be a pain in the rear end and screw up my education. So, yeah. Well our, said. The motto actually is men for others, and I was more of a man for, my, man for myself. I was a boy for myself. Yeah, I was to say, man? you were a boy for yourself. Well, I right? was a leader, though, of our our class. Like, I was like, you know, let's – let's. I wonder if others – You were an emotional warrior like Justin Bohr back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Joe, I'm just telling you flat out, if I was in your class, if you were sitting in LaSalle and you said, oh, let's organize this, one of two things would have happened. One, I would have locked you in a locker in the gym and left you there. Or two, we would have taken you to the pool and just kept dunking you in until you, you, you came to scent. Basically, you got waterboarded. Well – Look, here's all I can tell you, Kenny, because the prep has helped LaSalle out before. There was a year, three kids from the prep transferred from, La- from the prep to LaSalle, and the average SAT score of both schools went up. Wow. So we have given you a helping hand before. Yes, and, and, and we gave you a helping hand because we let you take uh, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., and look what he did. So <laughs> There you go. There you so. go. All right, enough, enough of this high school stuff. Yes. Now, talking about the Eagles, I, 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 I hated Howie so much. But I, I think the lesson I've learned 
with, with the way the NFL is and the way our team is, you can't judge until right when training camp opens and then even in the training camp. Because this time last year, who even knew, except for the real savvy football player who Bradbury was, let alone that he'd be available. I know you would know, Joe, because you live that stuff. Mm-hmm. But so many things, we haven't had to draft yet. We haven't had free agency yet. We haven't had that second round of June free agent uh, people pop up. We haven't had the, the contract disputes. We haven't. There's so many things. Mm-hmm. So right now, I'm just kind of waiting. I'm waiting. I'm giving Understood. Howie the benefit of the doubt. Understood. Well, we're going to find out soon. The next week's going to tell a lot. Kenny, give me a great answer yeah. for a 90s song. There's one 90s song that every time I hear it just gets me pumped, jacked up, and want to run through a wall, and that's Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. You got it, oh, Kenny. Like Appreciate the call. Let's talk to Ruth right now. Ruth, you're on WIP. Good morning. Hi, Ruth. Hi, guys. You know, you guys talked a little bit while ago about uh, Fletcher. Uh, Chuck Fletcher? Chuck Fletcher. Yes. I don't understand how you guys can think he's not the most hated man in Philadelphia. Well, I mean, listen, he's he's up there, and he seems like a nice guy, by the way. He's up there, but, I mean, I don't know how Josh Harris can't be number one. I mean, the guy wants to buy the Washington football team. Well, I mean, at, le- at least, let's put it this way, at least Chuck Fletcher tries to help the Flyers win. He doesn't do it effective, but he tries to help the Flyers win. Josh Harris tries to help the Devils win. He was he was literally booed at the season ticket holder town hall last I weekend. I know. And then, and Comcast as a whole blacked out the Rangers game, so none of the none of the people in watch. I mean, it's a mess. And as a season ticket holder, we're all disgusted. I listen. I get it. I'm disgusted too, Ruth. I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible. Our beloved flyers are, it, it's, it's just sad. It's very sad. It's a good call. Ruth, give me an answer for a great 90s song. Smells like Teen Spirit. Already said. Give me a different answer. I will always love you. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a big one. Ben, do you remember when we were growing up what a big deal Flyers hockey was? It was huge. It was everything. It really was. It was My dad's favorite sport. I remember sitting up far. in my parents' bedroom watching the Flyers and Oilers in the in the Stanley Cup. Eighty five and eighty seven. It was unbelievable, and like it was, you had it was just riveting, riveting. It was, it was all the guys. I mean, it's just and they were our guys. That that group, right? Kerr, Poolin, Prop, Tockett, uh, Brad Marsh, Brad Marsh, Mary Craven, Hexy, or Lindbergh before that with Pelly and. All those guys. They oh. were our dudes. Mark Howe. Mark Howe. My wife had a Dave Pullen jersey. Still has it. Number 20. Maybe the most underrated. Him and Kerr are probably oh, the two most great. underrated players. Prop. Yeah. yeah, Prop was amazing. Kufa. Prop was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Who's our, who's our guy now? Who's our guy? Konechny? Oh, for I mean, the love it, of God. I, I'm just saying, I'm with you. For the love of God. Games. It's so sad. It really is. Let's talk to Ken in South Jersey. Hi, Ken. Good morning, friends. How are you today? Great, Ken. Joe, to answer your question real quick, uh, our guy right now is gritty, and that's the sad part. That's awful. So, yeah. Um, but tell the truth, Joe. Was that was that story just a long, long excuse for why you failed, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. It, I'll say this. Did no, you fail, Jim? No, I don't want to say. I don't want to say too much. I, I might be saying too much. You failed, Jim. No, I didn't fail, Jim. I didn't fail, Jim. No, and it was not. It was not Jim. It was a you know legitimate class. Is the, is the teacher and in, in, uh, still teaching at, at the prep? I'm not going to even say that answer. I don't want to like. I don't want to have any tip offs. No tip offs. No tip offs. <laughs> I feel too. Now I feel I've gone too far. By the way, uh, Ken Ben found out in the in the uh, commercial break because Ken was like, "Well, that explains why that teacher told you you're the worst 
behaved student in his, in his 35 years of the prep, I said, oh, no, that was a different teacher. Yeah. Oh, my God. They told me I was the worst behaved student. <laughs> hard to believe. It really is hard to believe. Gather the troops. I'll I, gather the troops. I knew how to muck it up. I was a mucker and grinder. All right, Ken, what do you got, buddy? Uh, I have a quick question for Ben when I'm done. But on the Eagles, and particularly Wentz, that was that was fascinating, uh, the Peter King audio. Yeah. And I, if Shakespeare was alive today, I, I think he would write a play about Carson Wentz and the decline of, of, you know, somebody who was at the pinnacle of the game and what he's become in really the blink of an eye. But I said to people, friends of mine, people I worked with, in 2018, I said to people they need to melt down that statue. And I, I think it had a, you know, Remember 2018, he kept quiet about his back. He was actually playing through a fracture in his back. Right. And he kept quiet about it for a long time. And there's no doubt in my mind that part of the reason he did that was because, you know, the guy's got to walk into his, the place where he works every day with a statue of the guy who replaced him. And, and you know, he, he doesn't live in a fishbowl, so he can't be completely, uh, you know, unaware of, all the stuff that was swirling around in Philadelphia at the time about who should be the starting quarterback and all that. So, you know, it, yeah, he's mentally soft, but you can, you can almost understand how it happened. The Shakespeare thing's an interesting point. It it is a tragedy of of that, of that ilk. Ken, give me a big answer in 90 song. Well, quick question for Ben first, Ben, how, how big of an impact does, does having a guy like JT behind the plate on the, the pitch clock and keeping the pitchers on track? It, it goes a long way. Obviously, he's always thinking a couple pitches ahead, but he's really good for the younger guys, um, and I, I think he's, he's going to help these bullpen guys out a lot as well with the pitch timer and the fact that he's just going to get them going, get the right sign, and, and they have to put a lot of trust in him, and they should because he's extremely well-prepared. Cool. Uh, Joe, yeah. my song, in, in honor of the role it played in your meteoric rise here at WIP, it's got to be torn by Natalie. Torn. <laughs> it's a good one, Natalie. And Have you else? actually sung that whole song? Oh, you did it on the radio. Yeah, and I won. No, no he actually sang the song, the oh, full thing I've only on the ever radio. Heard p- pizza, uh, bits and pieces of it. It was oh, really yeah. bad. James, do you have any chance of pulling it up? I can, look. I can it look. It was really, really I mean, Because that's like a really cool song. I know. And she's gorgeous, and you singing it is... Uh, frightening. Well, it was horrible. The crazy thing is the woman I was competing against in a sing-off in that segment, she lost, I won. She was worse. What did she sing? What did she sing, James? I mean, she was... Uh, what was it? I don't remember. It That's was horrible. hard to believe that I mean, there was she something was worse. horrendous. All right, I have a taste. All right. got like 20 seconds. Now, let's see what we got. <laughs> this is how I feel. I'm cold and I'm truly ashamed lying naked on the floor. <laughs> Illusions... They never change into something real. Wide awake and I can see the perfect sky is torn. You're a little late, Richie. I'm already torn. <laughs> oh, my God. You have no shame, do you? It is what it is. It is what it is. So was that talking or was it singing? It, well, did you notice it's talking, but then there are a couple points where he goes for it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'm a little late. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but just to be clear, I mean, the talking thing can work. Like Elvis would do that. Honey, you lied. Yeah, Frank Sinatra. When you said you William loved Shatner. me and I had no cause to doubt you. I mean, like, uh, that's Elvis. If it's good enough for Elvis, it's good enough for me. Are you comparing yourself to Elvis? I would just say this. I would say this. It is a methodology that can work, and greats follow greats. (laughs) (laughs) 
mean, Kobe followed Jordan. Kobe's like, look how Mike played. I'm going to try to do that. And I'm like, look at Elvis. Honey, sexy you lied. Beast. It's kind of a sexy piece. <laughs> All right, let's go to, uh, bu- 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 let's go to uh, David right now in Warminster. Hi, David. David. David, not ready to go. We go to Paul in Downingtown. Paul, you're on WIP. Hey, good morning, guys. Hi, Great show as always. Enjoying it. So I was looking at the Eagles, and maybe I'm just uh, uh, first on Carson Wentz. You know, one thing he's got in common, he's kind of like Ryan Leaf without the mouth because he's got the body, the talent, everything seems to be in place, and it's only his head that prevents his success. So the two of them kind of have that in common. I don't know that Carson's anywhere near the D-bag that Ryan Leaf is, but uh, <laughs> the two kind of – you know, all the talent in the world and something in their head, just it doesn't translate for some reason. But yep. um, one of the things I'm looking at Eagles-wise is, uh, you know, the defense, we're losing a lot of pieces. I understand the importance of having talent on that side of the ball. But I'm also looking at the Eagles from the perspective of everything we do defensively is going to be a, a matter of growth and coming together as teammates. It's going to be a work in progress all season. We're replacing too many parts, regardless of the level of talent. We're replacing too many parts. We're replacing the defensive coordinator. There's not going to be a lot of team unity and cohesion. I can't imagine that's going to come from the way these guys practice and stuff like that. This is going to be something that's going to take into October to really gel and set. With that in mind, I think it behooves the Eagles to go all in on the offense. And as much as I oh, wouldn't I say it normally. D- disagree. You know, I, I, how do you not Aren't take they Well, they're already in. in. Paul, they're yeah. already in. I mean, what more do they need to do? Do you need well, a, they, a star they running, running back? back. Yes. No, yes. no, no. Look, 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 how do you defend that? When you're looking at a guy, I mean, assuming his skills translate, you're looking at a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can run. He can break tackles. He can get the short, tough yards. He can break it for 15, 20. He can outrun some of the, you know, good luck. But, Paul, they're going to score 30 points. Any, they're going to score like him. They're going to score 30 anyway. Perhaps, Joe. But I just think if you look at it from, from that perspective, it also protects Jalen Hurts. Because now we have a little yeah. bit more of a workhorse back. And also, like, defensively, what are you looking at? You've got two receivers that are going to burn you if you don't pay attention. you got Jalen Hurts. I mean, look at the options this, that this presents. And look at all the problems that it presents for defenses. When, when, when you look at that four-headed monster, how do you defend it? I mean, the Eagles are in such a position, you know, at, at that point to dictate to the other team right. what's going I on. I see it different. Paul, give me an answer for a great 90s song. Uh, cash rules everything around me. Cream by Wu-Tang. Clay. You got it, buddy. Appreciate the call. All right, let's get to what we do every single Thursday this time. A little life advice with the hammer. Like I said earlier, kids, those of you that are skipping school today, don't behave in school the way I did. It's not advisable. James, what does someone need help with? Yeah, this. Uh, but also, t- let me just say this: okay. don't be like Carson Wentz and get an A in every class, because that's no. not advisable. It's no. not advisable. No, 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 no. You, gotta, you, you gotta... can get an A in every class. Just learn how to deal with failure. Like whether you play sports, whether you do other things, whatever. Like you, it is not a bad thing to get all A's. It's a bad thing if you don't, if if you get a B, you're crushed by it and you can't move forward. Get a get a B sometime. Okay. <laughs> but it's someone to help with. <laughs> well, this should be right up your alley. Ben does so. that with his kids. He tells his kids, kids, go get a B instead of an <laughs> yes, A. Yes, he does. All the time. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. Uh, I think this is right up your alley. So uh, here's the question. Hammer, I've been with my boyfriend for a couple of years now, and last week he woke me up by biting oh, my back. Come on. 
How do I handle this? Bruised and confused in Villanova. Oh, well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. I got uh, another. Yeah, I'm not answering that question. Yeah. Shout out to Tom Grabington from that gem. All right. Uh, here's a real one. And honestly, this actually isn't your real house. Gino from Philly says, Hammer, is being 40, excuse me, sorry, is being over 40 too old to pursue my passion of wanting to become a radio host or announcer? Does the likelihood of it happening shrink with age? And what is the smartest way to get into it? Well, listen. Let me just address smartest way to get into it first, and then we'll get to this guy's issue. Smartest way to get into it is to get involved with it as early as you can uh, and to be as involved with it as you can. So what does that mean? It means, you know, high school, certainly college. uh, Try to be involved through your school. Let's just start with that. Try to do on your own what you can do on your own. That can be your own podcast. It's not just, by the way, broadcasting, because this, let's say, we'll focus on sports. There's sports writing. There's sports radio. There's sports television. And, and there's many forms of sports writing. There's internet writing, magazine writing, newspaper writing. I recommend getting into this. Try to touch as many of those uh, areas as you can. You don't have to do nine innings, by the way. Do an inning. Do two innings. And then review your work. And have, you know, your parents or a sibling or a friend review your work, understand what you're doing good, understand what you got to get better at. No, you're going to have to get better at a lot of stuff and be willing, unlike Carson Wentz, to get better. And then so from that standpoint, like, just absorb as much as you can and dive in. That's number one. Phenomenal. That's excellent advice. I, I agree Thank wholeheartedly. The optionality thing, especially because you never know what yeah. path is going to help you get into right. a door or into it. Like if you have a podcast that someone totally. hears, whatever, you got to create options. And James, you, me, and Rhea, the three of us, all came up in this industry by being yeah. a producer. Exactly. Rhea, you were an engineer, correct? I was a producer. And I engineered yeah. Sixers games. So, yeah, I did everything. I did I did Jody Max shows back at McDonald's right. in Jersey. I mean, yeah, I've done every job here. So you got to be willing to do that. <laughs> I and, wrote I wrote for websites. Right. I did podcasts, like all that stuff. Stuff like that helps you get in the door, and then hopefully you can maneuver once you're in the yeah. door. Okay, so that's number one. For this guy's specific thing, look, it, it, it oftentimes kind of comes down to finances. I can't answer for this guy's finances. Let's say he's 42, 44. Um, the, the reality is the deeper you get in life, and the more money you're making, and then dropping out of that money into way, 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 way less money way. for early radio going on, which which literally can be minimum it's, wage. It's not. It's nothing. Like and it could be minimum wage if you're lucky, meaning it could just be an internship, unpaid. Yep. Um, only you can answer whether you can pull that off. If you have all this money in the bank and you can pull it off, well, then great. Go for it. You have a partner who, who makes good money and is willing to yeah. like let you pursue your dream. That's a beautiful thing. If you can do that, if you're in that spot, great. But most people are not in the spot where they can go from making X to way, 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 way less than X. So you got to address that yourself and figure out what you can pull off. I just know most people can't. And I just say good luck to you. And that's my advice. A little life advice with the hammer. That was a perfect question yeah, for Joe. Yeah, it was, but he nailed it. So nice job. Here's the one. Thank you. Here's the one other thing. Best one ever. I, well, I actually. Yeah. But it's the first time we haven't like added on. Yeah. It's just like good Stop job. Stop the landing there, Joe. Thanks. The Solid. other thing. I'll just say this. There's also the use the sports radio thing as a hobby that is not your um, life's work, but can be a passion. Well, you podcasts. Can, correct. Yeah, yeah. You can have a podcast without actually earning income with it. Still keep a job, but hopefully you feel fulfilled with, you know, kind of dabbling in it in that regard. All right, coming up at 9.45, uh, time's yours, and many more phone calls next segment. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, we got Ben here, Ray, and Seltzer as well, 94 WIP. No, I love, always love talking about my beloved pet, Judy. Absolutely love her. And the absolute best place to go for all of your pet needs 
are dogs and cats rule stores. Now, what makes dogs and cats rule different? Well, first, let's start with the largest selection of premium foods. That includes raw, freeze-dried, gently cooked, dehydrated, canned, and kibble. But dogs and cats rule is not just about feeding your pet. A lot more stuff. It's a fun place to actually take your pet where you can find a whole new variety, chew toys, stuffed toys, as well as bones and treats. For those of you fashion-minded pet parents, they have a huge selection of apparel, collars, leads, and harnesses. Their stores are staffed with experts. They can actually help you find the right diet for your pet, or they can direct you to the right supplement that will help improve your pet's health and well-being. Dogs and Cats Rule in New Jersey, Princeton, and Pennington. In Pennsylvania, Newtown, Doylestown, Maple Glen, New Hope, and Bluebell. Visit online at dogsandcatsrule.pet. Dogs and Cats Rule. Shop small, shop local, shop family. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Brought to you by Nas Cancellari. Sixers back home tomorrow from a 4 one road trip to host the Blazers. Meantime, Sixers owner Josh Harris Got his hands in many things. Also owns the New Jersey Devils, a minority owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And now, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, Harris partnering with D.C. billionaire Mitchell Rails to try and purchase the Washington Commanders, of course, from Daniel Snyder. Philadelphia asbestos attorneys Nas Cancellari collected over $500 million for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215-546-8200. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by Dr. Glatt, mostly sunny, high of 51. It's currently 39. Failing or thinning hair? Call the region's premier hair restoration expert for men and women, Dr. Paul Glatt. Book a consultation at drglat.com. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Yeah, the instrumental version, don't worry. I was going to say, man, you better have your hand on the dump button right there. <laughs> I actually do have a bleeped out version, but I'm, you know. Well, that would be so ridiculous. That's why I didn't play it. Yep. I mean, that'd be more bleeps than words. Yeah, that's you know. why I didn't play it. Hey, Twitter poll question today. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Armin Chevrolet celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find new roads at ArminChevy.com. Today's question, which young Phillies player are you most excited about? We thought about putting Sir Anthony Dominguez in this. We felt like he's a little bit too established. You know, he's gone, he's gone back a few years. Um, so we, we settled on three of their more prominent young guys, Alec Bohm, Andrew Painter, and Bryson Stott. Um, John, what do you think won this? Who do you, who do you think won this poll today? Mm. And think, again, it was, it was Painter... nebulous. Seltzer didn't specify, like, is it this year or the next 10 years? So it's, you know. Painter would have been cruising were it not for the, the news and the, the bad news. Uh, 
I, I think Alec Baum yeah. showing power the way he has. That's sort of been the one thing missing because we've seen him work on the defense. That does look better. Uh, Baum going yard is a great sign. I, I'm going to say he wins. So he does win. I'll say this. I would have voted for Bryson Stott. Oh, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> yes, I would. It. Because I trust Baum more, and I'm more interested to find out what Stott's got. I'm more excited to see that. See what I just did there, Seth? I do see what you see did. What I just yeah. did. Yeah. Don't believe a word uh, you said. It's a roundabout <laughs> way of doing that. Sure. It's kind of a backhanded compliment. Yes. Let's yeah. see, kid, if you can measure up. <laughs> yes. All right, Bone wins the poll 46%. Andrew Painter 42%. Bryson Stott 12%. 215-592-9494. By the way, congratulations for later tonight. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni will both win uh, an award from the Maxwell Football Club. At least one group got it right. Hurts. Pro Player of the Year, Sirianni, Pro Coach of the Year. They'll both get those awards tonight. And uh, But Hurts ain't getting it from the NFL with the Mahomes thing, and Sirianni didn't get it. So, um, you know, but anyway, congrats to those guys. Let's go to Dan right now in Winfield Ta- Township. Hi, Dan. Good morning, gents and uh, Rhea. What's up, Dan? Morning. Good morning. Um, I'm glad you have Ben Davis there because uh, I just want to bring up something that I heard him say last year that made me fall off my chair. Um, He said that as a hitter, he'd prefer to face Jake DeGrom over Aaron Nola. And I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) And then he followed up to say he'd seen Aaron Nola the the night before. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Um, Just on that one. Well, with that one, I would tell him, even the guys in that Philly dugout would disagree with you. I, I would, yeah, I would agree. I'm saying, me personally, I, I could catch up to, to velocity. I'm not saying I catch up to Degroms. I'm just saying I was terrible with pitches with depth. Aaron Nola could tell me he's throwing his curveball, and I would swing and miss at it every time. I'm just saying, for me personally, so I'd rather take my chances with Degrom. Everything is hard, hard, hard. I'll take my chances with that, but I could not yeah, hit a curveball. It- DeGrom is more than just hard. He's got a vicious slider. He's oh, I just know. Oh, he's legit. I, yeah, I, I, I think you're off your off your rocket on that one. But anyway, um getting to uh the, the Eagles. Yep. Bringing back Brandon Graham with that amount of money is not gonna kill them. It's not gonna be prohibitive. Um if what um the King says is true. We don't know, it's not officially yet. Right. right. Um they're not I don't think they should have franchised any of these players anyway. Um, because you're talking about, like, you know, for Gardner Johnson, $14 million would be his tag number. Yep. He's not worth that, that amount of money. Their secondary actually didn't really play well the second half of the year, especially Darius Slay. Um, and if they could trade Slay and free up, what is it, $18 million in, in salary? That he's would got be, an, I mean, over a $20 million cap hit for this year. Yeah, he's not uh, Sauce Gardner. So, but I, he's also he, not, you know, just a slightly above average. He's really good, he, Dan. I, the second half of the year, go look at the quarterback. Listen, reading Dan, here's the, here's the deal. Second half of the year, he wasn't as good as the first half of the year, but he was still really good. He, he, well, not for that amount of money. Um, I don't think he's, you know. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. No, I get it. I, I get it. good for that price. And, right. And yeah, look, if if Darius Slay, if trading Darius Slay means that freeing up that cap room uh, allows you to bring back James Bradbury and another one of these guys like CJ GJ, I'm all for it. Right. I, it, it is a critical computation yeah. here. Value compared to expect expected salary. Sure, sure. I get right. you. All right, Dan, give me an answer, man, for a great 90s song. 
you know, obviously the the one you mentioned there, uh, initially uh, Nirvana song, was really the one I would have picked. But I'm not a fan of remade songs in general. Just give me an answer the, to a song, then. Yeah, the Fugees, the Fugees, killing me softly. I'm oh, giving yeah. you an answer. It's a great answer. Yeah. Oh, well, he's yeah. giving me an answer, but it took a long time to get there. That guy was an irritating caller. <laughs> wow. No, he was irritating. Oh, not a fan yeah, of Dan well, and well, well, No, here's the issue. I, I start with his issue with Ben, and here's why. Ben is allowed to say from his perspective. I thought Ben gave a great answer there. Yes. It made perfect sense what he was I saying. I mean, that caller acts like every hitter is, like, think of Pedro Serrano from Major League. Going hit a curveball. Yeah. Going hit a curveball. Right. Some people, like, hitters are different. Well, there's a reason, like, certain guys have, like, great <laughs> averages against Max Scherzer, yeah. against Clayton Kershaw. Like, there are always guys who get to dudes. And that caller was ignorant for not understanding that reality. I mean, I'm just calling him like I say it. Mike and Ben Salem. Mike, you're on WIP. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. Hey, Although, mom. killing me softly was a great answer. <laughs> Very good answer. Hey, well, I'm, I'm glad Ben's there for a different reason. I, I just had a couple uh, questions about the new baseball rules. Um, you know, one that no one's really talking about is this new throwover rule where you can only throw over three times. Um, does that mean the runner can just take off right away on the fourth time? Like, how, how does that really work? Well, you're allowed two. They call them disengagements. So you're allowed two. So if you want to throw over twice, if you do happen to throw over the third time and you do not get the runner, then it's considered a balk and the runner can advance. Wow. But you can pick them oh, off, right? That's what that, if, yeah. yeah, I was yeah, making sure. But if the guy gets off like 20 feet or it takes like a running, you can step off and, and get him in a rundown or whatever and then throw him out. And then it's not considered a disengagement or a balk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Seems, seems different. I just It's just a rule that, you know, everyone's been talking about the pitch clock, and I know that was one coming up that, you know, no one's really brought up, so I didn't really know that much about it. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, I didn't know the balk. I just thought maybe the runner could just take off, or I wasn't wasn't sure. And, you know, just one more thing with this whole pitch clock thing. Um, I, I think baseball should really implement, like, a, a, a buzzer or something. Um, these umpires already have enough to do, and they're bad enough as it is. Um, you know, I, I don't think giving them one more job behind the plate has to, find out if it's eight seconds or this or not i agree I mean, with you just, just just stick a buzzer in there like they do in the nba like and it's done the umpire doesn't have to run out um everybody knows what it is and it's, it's over with so, well, yep. i might give me an answer here for a great song i got eminem my name is from the 90s yes that was in the 90s uh unless it was the very early 2000s might have been the spring of 2000 okay maybe ben that that whole pitch clock thing and so 99 so, so does the umpire He's got a buzzer on him. Okay, good. So, so as soon as he goes, then he, he doesn't have to count down and do anything like that. He doesn't it's, have to take his eyes off the action. Correct. There's a oh, buzzer okay. on him. And as soon as that goes off, it's either a ball or a strike or a balk, mm. whatever. Yeah. Okay, that makes better sense. Yeah. What about this, Ben? It's been very decisive. Uh, like, I, I didn't realize. So so it's like a vibrating yes. buzzer. And, yeah, yeah he has and been then like, he'll, throw he'll his step hands away, throw his hands up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, yes. Okay. Because what I was afraid of is it like football where you got to see the play clock hit zero and it takes like an extra second. Got to take your eyes off the action. Okay, that's good. What about this, Ben? How many, how much of an issue is this? There's there's two seconds left on the pitch clock. Mm-hmm. There's one second left on the pitch clock. The runner on first is like, oh man, I'm out of here. I'm I'm just going a second. I mean, how much of an adv- how important it will it be for the pitcher to not let the pitch clock get to one second so that a runner on base can't just take off and get some tremendous lead that that definitely will be a factor especially the speedy guy i'm not saying you know reese hoskins isn't going to take off because there's one second left but if if i mean it could play a huge factor if the guys that are slower we've seen this in spring training 
Taiwan Walker really ran that pitch timer down. Aaron Nola really ran that pitch timer down. So if you get to that point where there's one second left and you have maybe you have two disengagements already, that runner definitely can be off to the races. Yeah, I mean, a pitcher, a, John, to me, the pitcher better get that ball out by there's three seconds left or four seconds left because then you just start playing with fire mm-hmm. in, a, yeah, in, a, in, a, in a lot of different ways, actually. All right, uh, coming up in one minute, one minute's time, we're going to get to Time's Yours. Take your favorite casino action on the go with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Odds, slots, bets, and games all in the palm of your hand. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is the only casino and sportsbook app I recommend. And new users, join me now. Get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're not a winner in the first 24 hours. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has all your favorite casino games, including 8, 8 Fortunes, Cleopatra Gold, Wheel of Fortune, and more. Experience Roulette, Baccarat, and Texas Hold'em, all from the comfort of home, plus progressive slots like Divine Fortune, Imperial Wealth, and Venice Amore. There's never been a better time to play. New users get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're not a winner in the first 24 hours. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, it's your time to play. Must be 21 and over, located in PA or New Jersey. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's uh, do what we do every single day at this time. All right, time's yours. It's brought to us by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of network designed to save you money. Let's hit it with time's yours. Hey, listen, I think the idea for charity of a Joe DeCamera decathlon would be outstanding. I mean, we have 10 events to think of that we could compete at a high level for charity. I think that's great. Let's get our heads together and get this thing going. Time's yours. Was that... uh sarcastic no i think at a high level well (laughs) some would be i'll say this i was struck that today owen from glassboro otherwise known as black gritty did not call in and take on the not accept the challenge of a 40 against i hadn't thought about yeah i mean it's obviously running well he's busy come on he's busy i i talked to him yesterday he's in well, he's not scared. I'll yet. believe that when he calls in Well, he goes to bed late and i feel like i'm i feel like i'm clever lang here like where you at belboa where you at? Although Balboa ends up winning, so I probably shouldn't go with that analogy. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please leave the beach immediately. Please leave the beach between 9th and 12th Street in Ocean City immediately. Joe DeCamera has been spotted swimming. You're going to need a bigger boat. Wow, and that's not true because I don't really know how to swim. I can survive, but I can't, like, swim, swim. So I hope someday to be able to attain You go that. in the water? Oh, yeah, I go beach? in the water, yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't have how, that. How deep you go in? Uh, no, I go in, but I'm I am careful because I'm not a great swimmer, so I'm I'm tepid out there. And by the way, I don't have that concave chest that Alec Bohm used to have. It's because you stick your belly out all the time. Uh, I have Funny. a I have a more concave chest than Alec Bohm used to have. Just a chest. <laughs> no, no, it's much less. Morning, guys and girls. Uh, Jack from Clearwater, sixty-two-year-old. Hey, Joe, you going to be here next week? Let me know if you want to uh, line up that 40-yard dash. Uh, also, I do not think the Eagles should assign Brandon Graham. Uh, Howie being a fanboy again. Thank you. <laughs> well, Harsh. we'll see. Can you have Joe say the following? Hello, Clarice. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. 
I bit her. <laughs> wow. I can't say those words, but I won't. And with that, we shut it down. The Times Yours Line. Leave Joe and John a message of your thoughts, compliments, and complaints. Call 215-238-4500. John Johnson claims it was an intentional bite. It's not true. We could go to the video videotape. Where's he getting the information? I Listen, I think people are just making He's stuff up now. got the inside now. scoop. Yeah, no, it's uh, not true. But uh, what are you going to do? Let's go to Joe and Mayfair right now. What's up, Joseph? Good morning, Eddie Haskell of gym class back in school. I'm going to say, Joe, it was Jim. Listen, I, can't we, being, I, can't, I cannot see you being a heckler in a regular class at the prep. I oh, cannot see that. Significantly. I, I don't see that. At I mean, all. that's, I that's fine. we got to get you a better phone here today, Joe. What's going on with your phone, man? What's what's the issue? I don't know. I, I don't always want my phone. Hold on one second. Okay. Is that better? Yes. Okay. So I apologize for the phone. No problem. Um, I, I'm glad Ben Davis is there. I love him on post game uh, all over the – uh, the airwaves is fantastic. Um, Thank you, Joe. Fantastic commentary on on either in your commentary or or you're in post game. So I appreciate it. Thank Question you. I have for you: How long of a rope does Thompson give Castellanos this year, in batting four, five, or six? And what what is the ceiling? Do you believe for Alec Bohm when it comes to extra base hits, maybe fifty, sixty, and is he going to be more of a three hundred hitter, or do you think he's going to fulfill into more of that gap power hitter this year? I think he's going to be uh, both. I think he's going to be an average guy. I think he's going to be an extra base guy. And you can call me crazy. I see Alec Bohm winning a batting title one day. I do. Wow. That's how good I think this guy is. Really? First and foremost, he's a pure hitter. I mean, he, he hits the ball all over the yard. But I think the power is going to be there. I mean, he's a huge guy. He's like 6'5". Um, the power will be there. He's, he's gap to gap. Muscular, he, Joe. Yes, muscular. he's muscular yeah. now. Uh, so I think I, I think this guy's. Limited. I think I think he can hit. I think he can hit 35, 40 doubles and hit twenty five home runs. Wow, I do. So, so my question is, where do you bat Bohm when Harper's out, and then where do you bat Bohm when Harper comes back? I would love to see Alec Bohm in the two hole. Uh, that's just me. Um, I, I just think he could, especially with Turner's going to be on first base a lot. He can use that hole. Uh, between first and second, he can. He, he, the guy's just a pure hitter. That's that's where I like, and then put Harper in the three hole. That's just me. Um, you dropping you dropping Hoskins down the seven then. Uh, when, may, when Harper's back, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. I would not have until Castellanos proves it. I would not have Castellanos hit in front of Hoskins. Well, the Castellanos thing, Ben. Now we're we're learning. He moved closer to the plate, like. Right. Was it that simple all along? No. If so, well, like, why wasn't he moving closer to the plate last year? Like, wh- why is it taking this long? I, that's a great question. Um, I know that he's just really trying to let pitches get deeper in the strike zone and stay behind them more. Uh, he was actually using a 31-inch bat in batting practice. I mean, it looked like a twig in his hand because he was trying to let pitches get deeper and deeper so he wasn't flailing at pitches and rushing out to get them. He was mm-hmm. letting the ball come to him. Uh, is it as simple as moving closer to the plate? You think it, it could be, but I think there's more to it than that. Hey, Joe, give me an answer for the best song in the 1990s. Just real quickly on that. Is, does Castellanos have any issues with his left elbow? Because he always wears the elbow pad. Could that be an issue of opening up and flailing with having a, any kind of an elbow no, in, it's the, just, in the front? just for protection. That's All right, Joe, give me a song. I, I will definitely do that. We, uh, Joe, it's our favorite favorite Philly season, 1993, and there's no better song than Whoop. There it is. <laughs> it was great. It really was. And I knew Atlanta was going to lose that series. I don't know if you remember, Ben, when the Braves 
that game two when the Braves was it game two the Braves beat the, the Phils? Yeah, the catch it was after the Austin Riley catch. You said right? Yeah, that's what happened. Dude makes a catch down the third baseline. I think it was, it was and, Austin Riley. And yep. they play whoop. There it is. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, Braves aren't winning this series. Yeah. Game over. I mean, that's, that was outrageous. Yeah. John in Boyertown. John, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good morning, guys. Great show. Thanks for taking my call and uh, congratulations on the morning show. You guys are absolutely killing it. Thanks, John. Um, I mean, who would have thought after all these years, Spike just really nailed it when he put John and Jimmy together, then he just threw Joe in and tail at him. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just want to talk about Brandy Graham real quick. Um, I, I, I hope that you know it's going to be a done deal and that, uh, and that he's back. And I'm okay if, if they let Flight go. I trust Brandy more. I suppose more numbers in this past year than I would trust Fletcher. How do you guys feel about that? Well, uh, yeah, I trust Brandon more than Fletcher. He was more productive last year. He had his most productive sack year we've ever seen, Brandon did. And Fletcher Cox, with you know his $14 million price tag, underperformed, comparatively speaking. I just I, I can't imagine Fletcher comes back. I can't, uh, I can't imagine signing Brandon over a guy like T.J. Edwards either, though. Right. I mean, th- these are some massive decisions. Uh, T.J. Edwards was a big part of our success this year. He was it good. feels like he's yeah. being forgotten about. John, we got to move fast, man. Give me a great answer as we look to turn to best song of the 90s, best answer wins the tickets to see Adam Sandler. I'm going Food Fighters and Everlong. Uh, you got it, man. We go quickly. We're moving fast here. David, give me a song. Hello. Hey, buddy. Give me a song, David. TLC Waterfall. Yeah, it's a good Ooh. song, too. Let's go to where our system does not take fast and moving fast here. Doesn't take well. One more here. Scott, give me an answer for a great song. Nah, it's just not going to work. Oh, hey, Scott. Give no me a... rain. Hey, no rain. Blind Melon. All right, buddy. Oh, great answer. You got it. All right, what, what, what's winning here, John? I th- No rain's a great answer. It is, but I don't think it's the winning answer. Man, James, what do you think like is the winning the answer? 90s. Uh, what do I think is the winning answer? Yes. Waterfalls is a good one. I do That's like Waterfalls, but I, give me some of the haymakers. Like I, it's a long show. With it's a, lot a of long show. I mean, I, we got, I don't even know Oh, where I like start. nothing but a G thing. That was a great answer. Mo Money, Mo Problems was a great answer. We got uh, Killing Me Softly. We got My Name Is. We got I Will Always Love You. We got uh, Kryptonite. I'm going nothing but a G thing for Ben Davis. I'm down with that. It's pretty damn good, man. Yeah. It's pretty great good. Great song. All right. We sign off on that? Yes. Great and again, yeah. for those tuning in, this is other than the ones we said, which included Smells Like Teen Spirit and others. So, all right, fine. Nothing but Thank a G you, thing. James. Congratulations to Nick with the winning answer. I don't know if it's the right answer, but congrats to Nick with the winning answer. Everyone have a wonderful rest of the day. Uh, Joe Giglio and Hugh, they are up next. We will talk to you tomorrow on 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.